Perfect. In the top left corner of the screen, you see it says live, so the world can see us now. Okay. Uh, so welcome, Kristen. Um, we're going to talk just a few moments here before, as we kind of build an audience, we don't want to get into any uh, pertinent details until we really you know, have some viewers on here. Um, but thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm excited to have you here. Are you? Have you done podcasts ever before? Yeah, I used to run an entire podcast for freelancers um, when I began my freelance business. So, awesome. so this is no no surprise. Used for you. To podcasting, um, but it wasn't live video. The you know the whole streaming live video is very now, very twenty twenty, and very twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, in fact, with my DJ company, we have a podcast, and at first we were opposed to the live video, and we realized it's something that people want. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect. Our first couple of people have tuned in. They could shout us out, let us know that they're here. They could leave a comment, and uh, we'll answer in real time. But uh, we might as well begin. Um, so this is episode eight. Okay. Uh, give me a moment. We'll do a quick little kickoff, and we'll go from there. Got it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode eight of the Point Pleasant podcast. I feel like I've been doing this forever now, but uh, episode eight, so we're fairly still new. Um, I have Kristen Fisher from the Point Pleasant Kiwanis Club here. So we're taking a little different turn. The last couple of podcasts have been all about local businesses. Uh, I really wanted to highlight some local charities and nonprofits, uh, and I'm super excited to have you here and talk about the Kiwanis Club and what it's all about. So uh, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's so nice that you kind of brought the community together. And, you know, I feel like our businesses and our organizations work so much together. So it makes sense to have a nice mix. Yeah, we've been getting incredible reviews and uh, comments. People are messaging me. I, it, it's humbling and heartfelt, too. I mean, people are just saying thank you. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you don't hear that so often these days. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm glad to have you here and represent your group. Um, let's just start right from the beginning. What is a Kiwanis Club? Great. So Kiwanis is a worldwide organization. It's a community service organization. And although we perform community service for, you know, any group, um, we are focused on children. And this club is quite different because although Kiwanis has been around for, you know, absolute, you know, decades, um, this club began with the idea of let's make Kiwanis accessible to families. So whether that is by having flexible meeting times, um, the pandemic has given us online meetings, which has actually kind of been a blessing um, because, you know, people don't want to go out, but they want to participate. So that's a plus. But the real, the best part of this club is that you can join as an adult and some of our projects involve children. Um, and so it's really that whole notion of volunteering with your children. You know, I always say I have a three-year-old. And I always say, I don't want him to start volunteering when he has to do it for, you know, in high school to for college applications or, you know, National right. Honor Society or something like that. So it's really that whole notion of you can join this club and some of the events are, yeah, bring your kids. Um, and, you know, you can, we're, we're going to be stuffing suitcases and bags and we're going to be doing all that stuff. And it's really giving you that chance to sit down with your child um, in an organized, you know, a group. You know, a lot of parents do stuff with their kids at home. Let's donate your old toys. But this gives you, you know, let's go donate with the, you know, the blah, blah, blah family and let's go stuff these bags together. And you're doing it with people in the community and you're showing your kids, you know, leading by example. I yeah. think there's really nothing better that a parent can do to really equip their child. I, I want to talk about specific uh, events you have coming up in a few moments. But 
when did the Point Pleasant chapter begin? And then how long have you been part of it? Sure. So, so Kiwanis is the umbrella organization for Key Club. And I was a member of the Brick Township Memorial High School Key Club when I was in high school. And um, again, community service club, it's called the, you know, a sponsored leadership club. I went on to college and Kiwanis has Circle K, which is the college level. And I went into Kiwanis briefly after to advise key clubs. And so after, took a little break after I had my son, I was like, I really want to go back to Kiwanis. But I didn't want it to be like, you know, what they say is, your, you know, your grandfather's Kiwanis club. I wanted it to be different. I wanted it to be approachable. Um, the meetings are free. You don't have to buy a meal. Um, they're open to everyone. Our morning meetings, we actually let the families come and we usually have a service project or just an activity for the kids. Um, so this chapter started, let's see, last October was when I kind of told the district governor of Kiwanis, like, we, I want to build a new chapter. And, you know, wow. I've got this really kind of idea for this. I call it the mom Wanis. Um, we're open to moms and dads, but, you know, he was like, you really want to have kids at your meetings. And, you know, some Kiwanis clubs do that. But ours is really advertises it and promotes it because we want your kids here. Now we have a group of members where the kids are friends. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So our, our club chartered in May and was it May? Yeah. Um, and then we had our official charter ceremony in August. Okay. So we're relatively new. And um, you'll find other local Kiwanis clubs in our area, which is awesome because Kiwanis is kind of everywhere and they each have their own kind of you know, things that they do that make them unique. So people become a member or like anybody could just show up at any meeting? Like what, how does that so work? Kiwanis is made up of dues paid members. Our dues are $129 for the year, full transparency. But our club, you know, you don't have to be a dues paid member to come volunteer. If you want to come to a meeting, come to a meeting. We're not going to make you pay dues. And, you know, people, people that pay dues find the value in Kiwanis and they don't really have a problem paying dues. The only okay. difference is our dues paid members can, you know, vote in our election and vote on important things happening with the club. So it's, you know, if you don't pay dues, you don't get to vote. Um, the big advantage of dues, aside from like our monthly magazine and all of the resources, is that it gives us insurance. So when we have to do, uh, you know, events like that, you know, you have to secure your table insurance. We don't have to pay all those fees because we get all of our insurance from Kiwanis International. And it also covers our children, God forbid something happens to a child or one of our members or even a non-member. So that's the advantage. If you come to a Kiwanis event, if you come to, you know, people that were on our back to school supply drive, anyone could come up and they were all covered because we have a charter and we have Kiwanis insurance. So we had to have 15 members, paid members to charter the club. And we really now have, I mean, we have some couples that are involved in the club, but only one, you know, spouse is the dues paid member that can vote. And everybody's involved, the family. We have some people that volunteer with us that are not members and may not be, you know, members ever. And we kind of like that open atmosphere. We feel like people will pay the dues, you know, we'll be okay. We, you know, we want to keep that at least 15 members. We have 20. Yeah, and I think we're on our way. It's going to go up, you know, after this pandemic, yeah. uh, after. Um, but it's just really exciting. You don't have to be a member. We wanted to keep it flexible and open. So we so, really invite people to check out a meeting or, you know, when we also open some of our projects, we love opening it up to the community. And that's, doing, that's exactly what I want to talk about. Yes. Okay. So go ahead. So yes. much to talk about. So yeah. We, we, we could probably do this for days. So first off, uh, Jackie Olson's checking in and says, uh, Hey, Kristen, love Kiwanis and the volunteer opportunity. Is Jackie a member? 
Jackie is a member. Okay. I met Jackie and now she is just moved to the area. So everyone's going to know about Jackie because Jackie runs a fabulous nonprofit that helps foster children. She is a foster mom. Awesome. And that's, Jackie is one of our poster members. She's the type of person I was like, you're not, you don't have to join. And, you know, she, she's doing her own thing and not all of her contributions are directly to the Kiwanis club, but she's just, that's our, those people are our jam. The people that love helping people. Right. So you know? I want to talk about how we met and, and yeah. um, I, I don't recall exactly if, if somebody hit us up or if I saw this online, I think I saw something online about the pumpkin painting uh, event that you were doing in October. Yeah. And I instantly gravitated to it. You know, I, as a new business owner, for me, I want to connect with the community and I especially want to connect with families and children. And I saw this uh, event for pumpkin painting. I said, I got to get involved. And, you know, I didn't really know what I was volunteering myself for, but I knew it would just felt right. And, um, since I own a DJ company and I have a photo booth here at my store, I, I wanted to volunteer those uh, services for this event. And the day of when I was greeted by your team at the park, it was awesome. The whole feel. I, I How many guests were there, first off? Do you have any idea? You know what? I'd have to look at the registration. We didn't get as many people as registered because it was a really weird, frigid yeah. Like in the 30s morning on Halloween morning. And there we are at Pleasure Park in Beach. And I think, you know, it's funny. We connected. Um, some of my people reached out to you. And then another one of my members is like, you have to check out this this new place. And he wants to, he wants to do community stuff. So, I mean, us community-minded people, we find each other. Because that's yeah. how we found our meeting place down the road from you, Vintage Van Gogh's. Uh, Sonia Fisher, you know, responded to our ad. We wanted meetings. And she was just the kind of just an amazing vibe in her studio that's where we have our meetings when we do meet in person that's great and anyway but uh yeah but I, I wanted to talk about that event because that was my first um you know inkling into what a Kiwanis club event is and first off it was very well ran I, and i have to commend you and your team for that um as as an event professional i see events all across you know from from really high-end lavish events with event planners and you know, that have been in business forever. And then I see, you know, school and charity events that are just a couple of volunteers that try to put something together. And some are really well ran and some are a mess. Uh, this was so well ran. So um, first off, running an event during COVID times is even more complex because you have to think about social distancing and, you know, <laughs> I, and, and look, you have to think about perception also, you know, even though in your mind you're trying to do the right thing, you have to have to think, what are people going to perceive this as? So yeah. here you are on Halloween trying to have an event open to the public with um, children, but how do you do it in a safe way? So you you um, acquired use of this you know big park here in Point Pleasant Beach, um, guests registered, and I love the way that you had staked out the park with different numbers, and that was their areas where each family would congregate and then paint their pumpkins. Um, it felt so good that day knowing that, you know, you had somebody on your team that was, you know, capable to be a very high energy MC. Uh, you had the mayor, you had council people. Like it, I, in fact, my store was still so new at that point that I didn't really have any political affiliation and um, knowledge of who's who. And, and that day just people were coming over to me, shaking my hand. Hi, I'm a councilman. Nice to meet you. Welcome. Amazing. To 
it was just such a great feeling. So, I mean, yeah, and thank you for complimenting the event. And I, I give full credit to my club members. You you know, I, I don't do this alone. I, I launched this, but they have run with it and they've run with it beautifully. We delegate, we we play on people's strengths, you know. Um, my president-elect, Anne, uh, Anne-Marie, she was like our MC for the day and that was her strength. And I, it was so cool to watch her, you know, yeah. I've known her since, high school, um, but cool to watch her come out of her shell. Yeah. You know, you talk about these events in the pandemic and when everything happened, Kiwanis was like, how are you going to build a club in a pandemic? Clubs were not being chartered. And this Kiwanis club, it just tingles, melts my heart because it, it got noticed internationally for thriving during the pandemic. We yeah. knew no other way. We met in February, like once in person, and then it was full remote. And we didn't want to stop. We started doing face shields in the spring. We delivered the kits to the houses. We didn't want to just make face shields and, you know, get together. We wanted to give people in the, you know, community the chance to do service safely in their homes. So that's the model. That was how do we do pumpkin painting? Oh, we make it socially distanced, you know. And Sure. So you don't have a that was why we were of how you've done these. Yeah. Okay. And it was... You know, it was a win and there was, you know, there were things, you know, we have to make sure we're masked and, you know, food, you know, this has to be, you know, separate containers, separate this. Um, there's a way to do it and a way to do it safely. And I'm just so thankful that the members of my club, they just have come together flawlessly to me. Awesome. So what, what's the next event that's coming up? Ooh, so the next one is some more um, semi-socially distanced, amazing way to help people. This is called uh, Valentine's for Veterans. And all the information is on our website, pointpleasantkiwanis.org. And if you go to projects, um, you can learn more about it there. And that'll take you actually to pointpleasantkiwanis.org slash vets. So this is a two-pronged project. We want to get you know ingrained in the community and provide services and when we talk about Kiwanis service, it is not just about children and it is not just about people in Point Pleasant and, you know, but it is also about supporting our children in Beach and Borough. Um, and the club, you know, we can work with other towns, but we tend to focus on Beach and Borough. So we wanted to, you know, provide a service, provide goodie bags. Parents are looking for, you know, oh, I've got to give my kids something cute. They want to give them a goodie bag. Um, we have bags for girls, boys, and then we have, um, we're getting uh, hot cocoa bombs, which are like all the rage, as you know. Um, so we're going to offer three different bags and we're going to be selling them from January 14th to the 28th. And then we're going to deliver them to your house. So all you have to do is, you know, buy this bag and their prices are online and everything. And the registration is not open yet, um, but when it is, it will be on our website. And people are going to, you know, they can buy the bags. And a portion of the proceeds is going to go to help us with the second prong of the project, which is from February 14th, starting on Valentine's Day to February 28th, we're going to be having bins around town. And I'm so happy to say, hey, this is going to be a spot for one of them mm -hmm. where you can drop off supplies for veterans that are in temporary housing. Um, and then we are going to assemble 15 plus suitcases and deliver them to this organization and give them to veterans. Now, these veterans are living in hotel motels with their families. So there are children there. So some of the items that we're going to be looking for, you know, socks and undershirts, there's going, they need food that they can have in the hotel rooms. And we're also going to have 
activity packets for the children. So it's, it's, it's this kind of two-pronged thing. We're going to take some of the proceeds from the bags and we're going to then probably attach like gift cards into the suitcases for when they leave their temporary housing. And it's wow. just, it's just so feel good. I just want to like, you know, yeah. and, and we talk about helping these veterans and, and we were talking to the group last week and, you know, we, we said, what about kids of veterans? They're living in these hotels too. And we found a way to. I, I have to ask, the are kids. these events, things that you guys locally are coming up with or are they national Kiwanis initiatives being pushed down? So there are a lot of national Kiwanis initiatives, but this was just us. We're trying to find ways of to do a different things, you know, than other community groups are doing just so we're not recycling the same ideas. Um, and we're trying to look for, you know, things that people need. Well, what are people going to pay for? You know, what's a necessity right now and what isn't? And we've found a way to make a little Valentine's Day gift for your kid, which you probably would do. You probably have to go out to Target. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that or not to push Target, um, but you'd probably go out to, you know, a local place and get stuff. And we're going to take that hassle away, deliver it to your house. Um, and, you know, and a portion of the proceeds are going to help veterans. And then if you want to go a step further and you have, you know, food to drop off at these locations, you know, you can go do that as well. And again, Michael, here's the best part. We get our kids together. I can't wait for this. Um, they're going to stuff the little Valentine's bags. Yeah. You know, and they're going to help us stuff the suitcases. And that is that's gold. That's where really, that's just magic. Like my three-year-old helped me make face shields. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't understand the pandemic or, you know, what mommy calls the bad cold. <laughs> um, but he was, you know, doing stuff like that. And that's just as a parent, I mean, if for nothing else to join Kiwanis, that's just where it is at. That's amazing. Uh, on on yeah. so many levels. And a lot of this podcast is, business oriented. I mean, it's community oriented, it's business oriented, but um, you know, one of my big goals was to help local businesses and you, you know, you're doing that and, and you're, you're suggesting that people go and, you know, shop small and they, they drop off donations at little stores like myself, you know, that helps. And, you know, as I'm sitting in my shop, I'm, I'm looking at Valentine's uh, uh, gifts that we have here and candies and, you know, the, the reality is, sure, you could go to CVS or Walgreens and buy, you know, the same things in, in a lot of cases. But I think the Point Pleasant community has opened its eyes to let's support smaller businesses. And, you know, you look up and down Arnold and Bay Ave and there are a lot of struggling businesses. There's some vacant storefronts and yeah. it's really sad. In fact, I, I read um, I, last week, I think I read that the um, – consignment store, the children's consignment store is going out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I loved that store. I mean, uh, Me too. <laughs> my daughter's about six years old, but you know, we took a lot of her baby stuff there and it was cool. I, I knew that, you know, we might get a little bit of money back from, you know, what we were doing, but she's selling stuff to those that, you know, maybe wanted a, a discounted abilities of, of purchasing just so cool. So it was sad to see that. And I think this community in Point Pleasant really understands the value behind the small business. So, um, and, and, you know, and the nonprofits too, what you're doing is it, the, the whole thing just ties in so nicely together. And that's like what we want to do when, you know, when we team up with you and PS Havens is going to have chocolate covered pretzels in your, you know, Valentine's goodie day, you know, goodie bags, Valentine's day, goodie bags. Um, you know, it's, it's a chance to, you know, 
oh, I'm not just supporting, you know, the big corporations, but to, you know, and then it just gives, you know, we're happy to give you a shout out on our Instagram. We're happy to, you know, we, we are looking for businesses that want to host right now and actually need some more businesses to host bins. So if you want to host a bin, you know, we'll give you shout outs on Instagram and it just, it just all plays in together. You know, Kiwanis is just, we're not here to, you know, just pop our bins in your store. We, we actually really want to help your business. And the perfect example of that is um, Sonia down the road at Vintage Van Gogh's. Um, she donated her space to us, which is so fabulous because if there's going to be children at our Kiwanis meetings, it needs to be able to get dirty and there's paint all over the place. So it's perfect. Yeah. We love it. Um, very clean, but you know, it's where yeah. the kids get messy. Sure. Um, so, you know, we've given her, you know, we're happy to give her opportunities. You know, she hosted our pumpkin painting and, you know, did, you know, like provided brushes and, and when a donor stepped up and said, you know, we want to help the community with something a couple weeks ago, you know, it went to Sonia's place and, you know, we're happy to give back. Sure. We're, you know, we're looking for places. We, we need meeting space, even though we can only have 10 people right now. Um, you know, so businesses that think maybe I, I you know, don't want to make a financial donation. We're looking for drop-off spots. We're looking to, you know, if we can set up a table in front of your place or something like that for any of our projects. So I encourage them to get in touch with us because we can always, you know, put your name on hold and see, you know, it's nice to have those connections because now we have some connections in town and now we know, oh, blah, 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 this, you know, uh, Point Cuts on Bridge Avenue is going to be hosting a bin for us. And she's just been absolutely fabulous to, once we have those connections, we know exactly where to go. It makes our projects so much sweeter, right. you right. know, we want to do our goodie bags and we're like, we really want to um, get a, get a local business. Nobody, you know, everybody likes Skittles, but it's kind of a little something extra to have local business featured in that. Right. So. Awesome. Um, let's talk about the, the children different, you know, your, your, uh, you said daughter is three years old, right? Son. Yes. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I got the three years old, right? <laughs> um, what are the age, age, ideal ages for the kids that are participating in Kiwanis? Um, so we have, my son is only one of the, there's a lot of girls. We have a lot of little girls and, um, I would say most are five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then okay. one of our members has triplet girls and they just turned 11. Wow. Um, so it's like a lot of younger. And the cool thing about this is that these children, you know, hopefully, we will build, um, you know, more sponsored youth clubs in the area. The kids that go through our Kiwanis Club, when they get to high school, they're going to know what Key Club is. They're going to join. They're going to feed into that, and they're going to support their high school. So it's just kind of all going to feed together. You're creating, you I, know. I've I, I clearly heard of the Key Club and, and the Circle K, and now, like, realizing it's all under the same umbrella, it's really cool. It, it listen i've done this i've been in the k they call it the k family since i was 15 16 years old and it's just been the most rewarding thing i've ever done in my life it kept me on the right track it made me a leader and now i you know i started this club because i wanted to give back i want to give other people the chance to adults children to develop their leadership skills and man the group we have is just amazing Awesome. Or maybe we'll crash your store or something like that. <laughs> We're fun like that, you know. Let, um, let's take a second just to get to know who who you are, Kristen. Uh, you 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 live in town, I believe. Uh, what do you do full time? What's your background? So I grew up mostly in. Uh, I grew up in North Jersey and came down to Brick when I was eight. And I uh, tried to get out of Brick and moved to Point Pleasant because it was close enough to my mom, but 
you know, further, you know, but I wouldn't stay in brick. And right. I have a house with a Point Pleasant a ma mailing address, but I pay taxes to brick. Okay. So, um, and I am a full-time freelance writer and I do a lot of copywriting for businesses and um, journalism. And I've published a couple books and in 2017, oh. I published my first kid's book. Very cool. So yeah, I've always been a speaker, a writer, and Kiwanis has always been kind of near and dear to my heart. And I was like, I really wanted to get back into it. And I was like, I can't do this. I have a kid. <laughs> and, um, and my child was a surprise. And I, I always tell people that because it's just a good part of the story to show, you know, my child was a surprise and I didn't expect it. And it's turned into this absolutely without that beautiful surprise. I would have never created a Kiwanis club that's you know, caters to, to moms and to families. Right, right. And our members are like, oh, we love that it's, you know, flexible. So we love, they don't want to, you know, people don't want to do community service when you feel super obligated and it's not fun. And this group makes it flexible. And yeah, or, or imagine, fun. imagine, hey, I want to volunteer on Saturday, but I still have to find a babysitter. Like, yeah. That's complicated. If you have a kid, you know, and let alone then, you know, some other places want you to pay to sit down and have a lunch with people you don't know. Like, that's not inviting. It's inviting when you come into vintage Van Gogh's and you pull up a, you know, a chair and you just sit next to some, you know, paint. And you look at all the art and it's just chill. It's just a yeah. good vibe. Very cool. Uh, any upcoming events or things going on that you want to shout out besides the Valentine's event? Yeah, so I mean, we are still planning some stuff for the summer. It's really hard to plan right now, but every time we have that problem, and we talked about that the other night at our meeting, um, you know, it's so hard to plan. We just have to kind of modify these ideas to fit the pandemic wherever we're going to be. Um, for Easter, uh, we uh, the Easter Bunny will be meeting people in um, one of our parks. We have to secure a location first. Um, we're hoping to do something like Pumpkin Palooza, socially distanced. Um, pictures with the Easter bunny and a craft. And if we cannot do that, it's gonna be like drive-by pictures with the Easter bunny and you can pick up your craft bag and you know, it's gonna be a nominal fee for that. And then it's, you know, we really, we wanna have everyone in the park. We wanna, you know, be able to distance and do that. So we'll see where we are in the spring, but we do have a big uh, Easter event planned because, you know, spring slash Easter. Um, it's a great family time. So we're always looking for things like that. We may have some other plans for um, a cornhole tournament coming. Maybe we want to do some fun stuff in the summer. Um, and, you know, just shout out to Point Borough and Point Beach because the, um, the borough, uh, their staff members, their elected officials have just been fabulous to us. And, you know, other groups in town, the Rotary has been fabulous to us too. Um, just all of that. Everybody's been so good to us as we plan events. So we're always going to have something new going on. Check out the site. That's very cool. I'm going to put the uh, the site back up here at pointpleasantkiwanis.org. And Kiwanis is K-I-W-A-N-I-S. Not the easiest word to spell. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there it is. And you being a uh, copywriter and writer, I'm sure you're making sure that I have that right. I'm, I'm spell checking it as I see it on the screen. Perfect. <laughs> um, well, I want to thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure having you. I uh, actually shouted you out last week thinking we were having you last week, and that was my mistake on the okay. schedule. <laughs> but um, that's what this podcast is all about, is meeting community leaders, uh, charitable organizations, nonprofits, business people. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Uh, 
episode eight. So I'm four weeks in. I've been doing it twice a week. Good for I don't you. Know where it's gonna go. Um, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week with episode nine, and uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, all the uh, podcast sites. Um, Kristen, you want to hang out for just a second? I'm going to end the broadcast. <laughs>